Hello everyone, I am Matthew Thomas, and this is a very special episode of Super Cool Radio. My guest at this time, hailing from New York, he is the host and mastermind behind Chillin' with the Rick. Please <laughs> welcome Rick Smith. Woo, here I am. <laughs> welcome to Chillin' with the Rick Season 3. Oh, damn it, this ain't, that's not my show, son of a... <laughs> we jumped the gun a little bit on that. That's all right. Uh, this episode is super chilling with the Rick. How's it going, my man? It's going good, brother. How are you? Doing, doing good. Today's like the one day this week that it didn't snow for me. <laughs> New York's getting a hint better, but not too much. And I plan on interviewing you in this video as well, because that's what I do. <laughs> Well, yes, uh, anyone not from with Rick, he, he's a really cool guy. I will be honest. He uh, interviews oh, a God. lot of cool bands. Yep. And fe features a lot of cool stuff. He's got you know, a little bit of a different setup. Obviously, I'm more digital. You actually in-person interview your bands. How, like, how, did the, how is that? Well, I get a whole – I'll start – okay, spit it out. I'm not nervous or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I haven't did a chilling – yeah, this is your show, but I haven't chilled since August, so I'm a lot rusty. I'll tell you how chilling started. So it was enough. I had a dream one night that I was interviewing people. And I was like, well, me and Roy, you, just, you know, did this camera thing, you know, to promote what we used to belong to, the United American Legion. And I think that's what led to the dream that I was like, huh, all right, we're kind of doing an interview on the phone. So my little pea brain <laughs> had the dream that I was interviewing people. I was like, I'll just make it musicians. Them are cool people, you know? So this was July of 2019. So I get a hold of Roy Costin and I ran it by him. He's like, I love the idea. Let's try and do something. And so my very first episode, I was out here on my patio right behind this chair <laughs> and it, the neighbor was walking down the driveway. I'm like, what's up? Welcome to Chilling with the Rick. And I just thought of the name off the top of my head. And I was so embarrassed. I mean, it's dead quiet out there. And I'm out there yelling. And my first guest was a guy who likes to dress up as a pirate. He calls himself Captain Jack Fettuccini. <laughs> I'm sure <just> better. <laughs> so I go along with the interview, you know, just like, you know, and it went perfect. The interview was perfect. I said, there's no way in hell this is going to fly. And, uh, well, he has a following, this Captain Jack Fettuccini guy. And before you know it, it's up to 50 likes. I was like, wow, you know, maybe this is, you know, all right. All right. I'll try uh, my buddy Lynn White from before August. Interviewed him. He got a thousand views. I was like, whoa. And then came Roy Costin. And, uh. He got four or five hundred views. I don't know why his views were so low. Probably because he's Roy Costin. I don't know. There's yeah. something. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about him. Get those numbers up. <laughs> I don't know why why Roy got so low because he is a Oneida legend. He really is, and uh, I just don't know. But anyway, you know, I went on from there to Daryl White, who got me like eleven hundred views in two days. I was like, wow, this and it just caught on. You know, it was like wildfires. Like, wow. You know, so, yeah, that's how that all got started with just a fake pirate. 
in my front yard. <laughs> and that's gonna be like a sight to see. You're like yeah. you're trying to walk your dog down the street, and then you have to look yelling off his, you know, off his patio with a guy pirate. I mean, come on. It was eleven o'clock in the morning in July. It was already like a hundred degrees out. He's in his full Captain Jack Fettuccini gear. He's dying. <laughs> I'm wearing two shirts, you know. I'm wearing a nice Under Armour polo and a white shirt underneath. I'm dying. I'm a fat guy. I sweat. <laughs> like I said, I didn't think it was gonna fly, but it did. You know, a lot of people liked it. So yeah, yeah, no, dude, that's really cool though. Just how like you know, I, I'm kind of the same way with you know. I said, hey, I I think I could start doing this, and I just you yeah. just dive into it. Yep. So what made you want to do it? Like I used to watch uh, like Johnny Carson when I was a kid. And, you know, I liked the whole interview process and the behind the scenes stuff. That's how I got into it. What made you want to get into it? So I, I got a little bit of a different route that I took to getting to do interviews. Yeah, uh, I used to have my radio show. I started in March of 2019 with my radio show. Yeah. And I was mostly just playing music at that time. And yeah. then I was. And then I became friends with a band I saw at a concert. I'm like, hmm, maybe I should, you know, I, I think I should interview these people. I'm friends with them. They're really cool. And I was like, you know what? If, you know, I contacted Elsie Binks out of the out of Detroit. They had a uh, Battle Creek show, which is not too far away from me. So I was like, you know what? If you, if you, if they want to do an interview, I think I'm just going to go for it and see what they say. And they said, yes, we would love to do an interview. And that's how, like, that was my first interview in January of 2020. Okay. So I was doing my radio show for a while. Yeah. And then kind of when like the pandemic started in March, um, and it's understandable that like my, my viewership kind of wasn't there that I could continue the radio show in the same format. Yep. So I, I took a break for like a month. I said, let me regroup. Let me think about what to do. And then I came back with April and I started doing How about I interview people? And then that kind of started, you know, building up, and now I'm back playing music again. So it's kind of came like full circle now, too. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. I like that story. See, that's what I, you know, musicians. My fascination is everybody had to start somewhere. I want to get to the whole process of where you started and where you are now. I want the whole damn story. You know, tell me beginning, middle, currently where you are. Hopefully there's no end. <laughs> I want them to keep going. And I feel bad for them right now because with COVID, you know, it's easy for me to book them because they're not doing anything. But as far as, you know, I want them to get back out there and doing stuff. I want a little challenge like, yeah, Rick, you know, I can't, you know, <laughs> I got this. To go, you know, in season one, I ran into that a lot. But there was this cool band, you know, called Gridley Page. And, uh, I'm friends with a guy. Actually, my show was sponsoring his show this week. So that's a cool thing, you know, and I wanted him on the show and he's been doing it for 30 years and I had just started, literally just started. Hey, you know, I'm typing on uh, Facebook Messenger. Hey, I'm doing this new thing called Chilling with the Rick. I want to see if you want to come out. And he could have told me no, but he was cool and he showed right up, I think, the next week. Uh, Daryl White from Three Inch Fury did the same thing. He damn well could have told me no because he's very popular, you know, so... I got lucky and now I'm friends with all these guys and you know, I don't even have to, when I'm writing to them now and they just say yes without even me asking. So that's a cool thing. They know what I want. <laughs> it it so. is kind of cool about like how, how you become friends with these people. Like yeah. even, 
but at first, like I, I remember like having to message people about like when I, yeah. you know, asking them to play music on my show, you know, you yeah. had to, you, you have to say stuff, you know, kind of differently. You have to present yourself. This is who I am. This is what I do. And nowadays, like, hey, can I feature your music? And, you know, obviously they say yes to me. So yeah. <laughs> at least I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I hope so, too. And I hope they never say no, you know. So <laughs> yeah, I've never had anyone say no yet. So that's a good thing. I I haven't had anyone uh, directly say no. I've had some people not get back to me, so yep. I mean it's technically not a no, but it's also <laughs> not a yes. But I'm I'm okay with it. If, you know, anyone who ever contacted, if you, if you see my message, ever do, yeah, I'm here. I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> I got a hold of you. I go, Matt, interview me. I'm freaking dying here. You know, I got nothing to do. You know, I miss doing this. I'm going through withdrawals bad, and you know, I don't start until May. You know, because I'm a summer series and I do it outside. So I got to make sure it's nice out. And so I'm flipping out. <laughs> I can't and wait you, to do this. You got a little bit of a challenge, like, you know, being outside. You know, as you said, it's like 100 degrees out. You yeah. got a guy in a pirate suit sweating bullets. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, and I worked overnight too. So, you know, I'm getting up during the day and trying to set this up and try to interview people and, you know, try to entertain. And it's just, you know, I got my ass kicked last year, but this year I got a day job, so it'll be cool. You know, it, it's a it's a balance. Like I, you know, I, I totally feel you about you know how to like when to stuff set stuff up and like yep. oh this day's not gonna work because I got this going on, but you know how about this day? Like I mean, it is yep. a process. I was talking yeah. to some people about like scheduling and stuff and like how how they do it and like how I do it, and it is definitely a process. You have to figure out like what days you can do it, what yep. days work best for them, what time. Yep. Like people, yeah, you know, people think like, oh, this is just the show. This is what we present. But there's so much behind the scenes that we're doing to make our show like the quality that we have it. There's a lot that goes into it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I go through the same thing, man. You know, like I said, it's easy now because of COVID. You know, it was like I know you ain't got shit to do. <laughs> so. You know, is they, that an opening line? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm very polite. Hey, man, hey, you gonna chill with me again? That's a, you know usually how I do it. They're like, hell yeah, I'm gonna chill with you again. You know, they like what I do. And my show was just I'm an, uh, nominated for a Sammy, which is basically like an Emmy for the Syracuse area. And I've only got two seasons in. You know something about that. <laughs> and I made it to the final eight. And I can't tell you how many messages I got from musicians saying, I can't believe you made it far. So, you know, big things are coming for you, you know, because I go out there and I act batshit crazy <laughs> in between asking questions and all that shit, you know? So I try to have fun. I try to entertain people. I try to get the guests to laugh. That's just who I am. That's my personality. And, you know, some, some go with it, some don't, you know, some are like, you know, they're more reserved and they're like, wow, this guy's nuts. <laughs> I just can't help who I am. <laughs> I can't help who I am. I'm an outgoing guy. Hmm. Now, yeah, I've seen some of your some of your episodes, man. You you do keep it, you know, fun and entertaining. I try to do yeah. the same thing. I mean, I try to yeah. make the guests laugh. If I can get someone to laugh, yeah. I'm usually pretty good about it. Yeah. <laughs> This is gonna go good. Have you interviewed somebody so far that you're like, wow, I can't believe that I'm interviewing this guy? Has that happened to you yet? Um yeah, I think 
I interviewed Emily Azar a September morning and uh, I was pretty early on. That was like my fourth interview I ever done. Yep. So I was like, well, that's pretty big, you know, actually, you know, signed to a record label because most of the stuff was, most of the interviews were just like, kind of just like local bands. Like, Hey, I'm going to be at the show. Do you want to do an interview before the show? So it was kind of, it was kind of different. Um, yeah. Obviously it was, it was a phone interview. So it was a lot more to set up, but I think yep. it was definitely, I was very surprised that they got back to me and said, yes. Yeah. Hey, I was like that with Gridley Page, too. Like I said, they've been around for 30 years, and they could have easily told me to go after myself, but they didn't. <laughs> you know, it was the most awkward because season one, I've never done this. And like I said, I'm doing this off of a dream that I had, <laughs> and I just happened to choose musicians. So I've never done this. So I was just asking questions, be like, okay, it's over. I was like, you got to engage these guys in conversation. you got to try to entertain them somehow. So season one was brutal. It was all uh, a learning curve, you know. I'm learning as I go, and I was talking to the lead singer Gridley Page. Uh, I think it was last night. I was like, "How do you think I'm doing now?" He goes, "Dude, you're killing it." He goes, "I seen your progression." He goes, "You're out there. You're relaxed. You're more relaxed than you've ever been, and you're making it your own. You're having fun, and that's a compliment coming from him. That's a cool thing, you know. So that's what I do." Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think I've done almost 100 interviews now, not like I keep yeah. count, but, yeah. but I, I feel like, like in the last couple of interviews, probably within like probably the month or so, that I feel like I finally understand like kind of what an interview is, what yeah. I'm supposed to do. I feel more relaxed because I was kind of nervous at first and I was kind of, you know, kind of with you, I was just like, oh, here's my questions. You yeah. kind of run through them and that's it. Yeah, and, and now it's kind of like, well, let's build off that, or can I expand yeah. on what that person just said? So to yeah. make it a more insightful interview and more entertaining, more fun. Yes, you're doing a good job, man. I watched a couple of years. I was like, <laughs> that's Rick 2.0. That's a little chilling right over there. <laughs> you're cool. I'm chilling. So you know, it works, brother. It works. <laughs> I'm a fan. Of, I'm a fan of yours, man. I really am. I, I dude, thank you so much. And I, I'm a fan of your work too. And it's just yeah. nice to be able to actually get to do this a little bit of a change of pace for yeah. me. I usually interview musicians, yep. but now I'm kind of branching out a little bit, you know, inter interviewing Rick Smith. And <laughs> Who the hell's Rick Smith? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Not like I got notes on the guy. <laughs> That's the guy who does what you do. That's all I am. I'm a guy who, like I said, I was fascinated with the back behind the scenes stuff, the backstage stuff, the interview process. I was fascinated with it. So here I am. You know, maybe yeah, I had that dream for a reason. I do. I think so too. I think you know. I, some people say dreams are just kind of a brain staying busy. Yeah, and they don't mean too much. But I think dreams do mean. Yeah. You know, things it kind of points you in the direction of where your subconscious is already thinking. Absolutely. And like I said, it was me and Roy Costin for the longest time just standing here on my phone, you know, hey, this is coming, this is coming, this is coming. And people love that. And I was like, all right, I'm standing next to a long haired jackass. I'm me. <laughs> I'm going to have to send him that clip now. I'm going to have to send him just that little snippet. Roy gives me all kinds of shit, Matt. You don't even know. So he deserves this. I see the and, comment section. <laughs> so he deserves this and he expects it. So 
it's all in good fun. He knows that he's my brother, and he's more like an annoying big brother. That's what he is to me. Like he gives me more shit on Messenger than I can even, you know. <laughs> but it's all in fun. Yeah, I've interviewed him twice. He was yeah. both uh, for season one. I interviewed yeah. him. And we, I think I did like, it was like three months in between both interviews. Yep. And I had like whole new material to talk about. Like it was, like, yeah. the first interview wasn't enough to like actually cover everything Roy Costin has done. I'm oh. actually saying nice things to you, Roy, unlike some people. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's one of my best friends, honest to God. He is. He will never admit that. And he says that right out in the open. I don't even know who Rick Smith is. And <laughs> it's just what we do to each other. And you know what that son of a bitch did to me last year, Matt? What? what? He brings me down to his basement. And he wants me to do the interview down there because he has 1,100 totes of I've stuff seen to go through. And, oh, my freaking God, it was about 110 down there. I go, Roy, <laughs> I'm a fat guy. You can't keep a fat guy on 110 degrees, brother. What the hell are you doing to me? <laughs> and I just told him off the other day about it. I was like, "You're not doing that. You're coming to my backyard. I will help you lug totes. If God, you know, I'll do it. <laughs> you will lug totes to my yard. I'm not sitting down in your basement baking again." <laughs> and you know, we're 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 fighting back and forth with each other. It's just what we do. We have fun with it. Mm -hmm. I can see Roy Costin doing that. Yeah, I've seen his yeah. basement. He's, he's interviewed. Uh, on my show in his from his basement. I mean, yeah. it looks really cool. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. He's got a nice yeah. setup. Yes, he's got. I mean, a ton of memorabilia. You'd be blown away by what the stuff. You know, forty years of doing what he's doing. You know, he's got a lot of stuff. He was proud of the MTV rejection letters. He thought that was funny. I mean, I'd be heartbroken, you know, if MTV wrote to me and said, you, you know, you're not good enough yet. You know, maybe, but. He's just proud of it, and that's how it is. And I don't and want to spend the whole interview talking about that hair bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, 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 do we're done now. Yeah. Roy's but, a good buddy, and that's it. We'll leave it at that. He's a good friend of mine as well. But that's yeah. it. No more Roy Costin. No more Roy Costin. Roy who? I don't even know what you're talking about. Costin <laughs> what? Yeah, exactly. All right, well, I just got something I did want to talk about because, again, uh, you – You've interviewed quite a few people. Yes. What, what's like? Who's like a couple of the bands you've interviewed that people should check out that they if they haven't already? Well, I wrote them down right here. I'll I'll read the names off. Now I did the plan. Yes, <laughs> one sixty nine rhythm section. I think they're on Spotify. Check them out. Um, Gridley Page. Obviously, they're on every platform under the sun because of thirty years of doing this. Yeah. Um. What do I got here? Leave it up to a blind guy, you know. Three Inch Fury. Three Inch Fury, the Daryl White. Oh, my freaking God. He is phenomenal. I mean, he sings. He's just top-notch in my book. I love that dude like my own brother. And that's the God's honest truth. And I hit him up one night at 9 o'clock at night. I was like, Daryl, doing this new thing called Chilling with the Rick back when I had to do that. And he came to it. And like I said, he didn't have to. And I didn't know how rare it was to get this guy. He's like, I'll be there in 36 hours. It was a Monday. He was here on a Wednesday. And I forgot to clear the data off my phone. So we got, I think, a 40-minute interview in, and only 11 minutes showed up. So I had to go through my data and clear everything out. It was a rookie mistake. <laughs> and we ended up having a phenomenal interview. It was a redo. 
he was cool enough to stay around for it. And he knows how much I appreciate that. He was given a new guy a chance and we had a good time and, you know, and we've been friends ever since. I've interviewed him a couple times since then. He's coming back this year for the finale. So, you know, it's always good to see him. He's like a brother. He really is. All of these guys are like my brothers. So that's a special friendship that I have with all of them. And I'm grateful to the bone for everybody who comes and sits in my hot ass backyard in a hundred degree weather coming from work, most likely. So they're already tired. And so, you know, I'm grateful for that. Yeah, yeah, so, for sure. uh, yeah, I'll read a couple more bands that you guys got to check out and we'll go on to the next one. Sounds good. Maybe Sunday. Definitely uh, check them guys out. They're on every platform too. And the band called Showtime, they're on YouTube. And I think maybe on Spotify too. I'd have to talk to Justin, but I can't message him right now. <laughs> I'm kind of busy. A little but, preoccupied. Yeah. So them bands right there, definitely check them out. Go back and watch us so you know the name of the bands. And, you know, they'd be all more than happy to do an interview with you, too, I'm sure. You know, they're yeah. all cool people. Yeah, I'm going to have to check them out. Um, they sound pretty cool. Though. If they're cool yeah. with you, I, I'm going to assume they're cool with me. Yeah, you are super cool radio after all. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the shirt says. <laughs> I'm a chilling kind of guy. Send me a shirt. Well, yeah, I'll send you one of mine. We'll trade shirts. We can do that. That'd be funny. <laughs> I need you to do an interview with uh, my shirt on. And I'll do an interview with your shirt on. That's the hey. ultimate respect, man, right there. <laughs> That's right. Well, next interview we do, we will do that. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could Photoshop your shirt on me and my shirt on you. But I don't think technology is not that good yet. That's <laughs> no, not that good. And I got a guy coming on, too, who also interviews people right here in uh, Utica, New York. And he came on last year, and I never heard of him. He goes by Z, Z-E-E. -E. And he was in um, the category that I was in for best live stream. And he's still going. And I got knocked out, you know, but I can't compete with him. I'm only on two seasons. He knows a shit ton of people. And uh, I wish him the best. And we're, we got something funny planned for when he comes here involving the shirts <laughs> so that'll be that'll be entertaining make sure you watch that one <laughs> shout oh, out to z i love you brother uh, yeah man you know, i'm looking forward to like I, I try to inject some humor in like the skits i do you know yeah. it's not just like all interviews and this is what you do because i feel like people i don't think they get tired of seeing interviews per se but you have to keep it fresh you got to keep yeah. it Keep, uh, keep keep people guessing. That's what I've been trying to do lately, at least. <laughs> With the wrestler that you just had on and him <laughs> throwing you into the chairs or whatever, I'm sure you didn't get hurt. But <laughs> well, did. That was great. That was great. It, that, was, that was a lot of fun, slightly <laughs> scary. But it, it was still good, and, you know, I, st I still got a problem with them, so, you know. <laughs> I still got a problem. <laughs> Oh, that was great. So yeah. that was your idea to do all that, or was it his idea? Um, tell me the secret. All right, well, since I'm talking to you, <laughs> uh, I actually came up because I saw the direction of where they were going with this guy. So I yeah. was like, you know, what's a good way to get that guy over as a big, scary, bad guy is 
let's have him beat up an innocent reporter who's not a wrestler. <laughs> an innocent reporter. <laughs> I love it. I can look. I, I can look innocent. I'm not getting in trouble. Yes, I love it. And and then they're like, and then I you know contact the owner, and they're like, yeah, let's let's do this. Let's set this up. So yep. I'm like, oh, this is actually happening. Someone I pitched an idea. They're going for it. I'm in for it. And they're like, all right. So yeah. So we, we did the interview. We set everything up. And I love people. Maybe if they didn't really pick up on this. Maybe they did. But I did a different interview style for the interview because I had to look like he was intimidating. I had to look nervous, you know, kind of like yeah. that. So, you know, unlike having a conversation as I do with most of my guests, it was kind of more of just straightforward. I would ask him a question. He would respond. And that was, that was kind of it. I would, you know, maybe I would add a few things after he, he, he responded. But mostly it was kind of just interview question. And that was kind of on purpose. Yeah. That, like I said, you entertained the shit out of me. That was pretty funny. <laughs> and then there's pictures of you laying in the chairs, and I was like, "That you were in a neck brace." I was like, "This guy's going for it." <laughs> I I had to make it look like I had to make it look good, and yeah. I certainly did that. You know, that interview is my highest rated YouTube video right now. So I'm like, until I'm, right now, until right now. <laughs> Until you smash the ratings, I doubt that's going to happen, brother. And nobody knows who I am. <laughs> Roy Costin does. Oh, wait a minute! I said his name. Oh, where is that hairbag? Where is he? <laughs> I, I, but I've been trying to do different. This is this is now my second season. I started it in yeah. January, so almost caught up to you. But you know, obviously, got a season up on me. Yeah, I've been trying to do stuff differently. I'm trying to, you know, interview different people. And if I do an interview, I'm trying to include maybe, you know, maybe a teaser for a new song. Maybe it's a, a new announcement. I'm trying to do stuff where it's not just an interview, that there's yeah. something more to the interview and to the people I'm interviewing. Yeah. And I think that's a great idea. You know, I, I got sucked into your little teasers that you posted. I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> When's this get released? When's it get released? So you you got me, and that's good. So if I can get Rick Smith, I can get anybody now. I'm good. <laughs> I'll pay you twenty bucks. <laughs> yes, though. Hope it makes us profitable at one point. <laughs> that's right. I was I was talking to my buddy the other night from Gridley Page. Imagine that. How do how the hell do I make money off this? He's like, take it to Twitch. He goes, they subscribe. You get money. I was like, huh. But then I lose my fan base because there ain't nobody going to pay to see this. <laughs> so I'll just keep it on Facebook for free. You know? Yeah. I, I've been trying to figure that out too. Of like how, because like, I, 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 I found out recently, I got the email what, a couple of days ago that I can have my Facebook page monetized. So I'm looking into doing that. There you hopefully, go. Hopefully get something because I mean, it is a lot of fun. I do enjoy doing this. But yep. if I can make this my full time gig, oh, I would. Totally do it. Yes, me too. Amen to that, brother. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe one day, but it's it's kind of funny, go, kind of going back to what what I said at the beginning of how I got started. So I had you know had the idea of starting my own show, but I was yep. like, well, how do you do that? And I was like, well, maybe I'll apply. You know, I'll apply to some radio stations, just like entry level, basic jobs where like you need a high school diploma and a heartbeat. I have both. 
<laughs> I graduated. <laughs> <mulated. laughs> That's right. And uh, I, I played like four times to a you know certain radio station. I played other radio stations a bunch of times, and I was like, well, if nobody wants me, I'll just have my own show. Yes. Hey. You took matters in your own hands and you're successful at what you do. I'm a fan of it. It's working for you, so go for it. Yeah, that, that's, yeah. that's what I've been doing. I mean, I, I'd love to, do, love to do this full time. Hopefully at one point I will. But, I mean, for right now, it's, it's nice and fun to actually interact with people. And I like that like I, if I interviewed someone because most of these are digital. I've only done a few actually in person. Yeah. So like, if I interview someone and then like I see him at a show later on, because that, that's happened a couple of times now. I mean, that's just such a cool experience. Like, yeah, I interviewed you. Now I saw you live. It's yep. just fun to actually physically meet somebody. I know you, yeah. you meet everybody, obviously, yep. your show, but yeah. it's a little, little bit different for me. Yeah. I like to have the one-on-one -on -one interaction when they're right here with me. I think that's a cool thing. I think it's not to knock your show. I just think it's a hint more meaningful, but. I, I love the way you do it too, you know, and however you do it, you do it. Everybody has their own way of doing it. Z brings people into his studio. He sits over on, I think, one side of the room. They sit on the other side of the room and he's got comfy leather seats and, <laughs> you know, if he's we can't the closest afford. to me. Yeah, we're, we're poor. I give lawn chairs to sit in. <laughs> Here's a good little lawn chair. <laughs> yep. Here's your little lawn chair. Sit your ass down. Let's have some fun. And they do. <laughs> and that that's the biggest thing just like yeah. as long as you're having fun if you get the other person i and usually everyone's pretty open to doing you know open to doing stuff if they agree to do an interview with you they're obviously you know no one wants to do it and have it not be fun or have yeah. the person kind of just say some stuff and then you know so, you know we can't follow up yeah. on it or something so yeah. i believe every guest that i've had on and I, I see you know mostly for you get you know for you too that the guests want to be there i think that's a very important part too yeah. They do. I, I get this all the time. I can't wait to chill with you again. I can't wait to chill with you again. And that means the world to me. It really does. So thank you to all the guys that do chill with me. Even you, Matt. <laughs> That's him. Over there. He's over there. Over this way. Oh, the, the mirror things got me confused here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's always it's always fun. I do something that really cool that happened to me. I think a couple of days ago, actually, I released an interview yep. with uh, Brian Knickerbocker, who's a drummer, mm -hmm. and he told me like so. I, I uh, interviewed him last week. I uploaded the interview for Monday, and then on Wednesday, he got an endorsement deal because the owner of a, a symbol sleeve company contacted yeah. him because he saw me saw him on my show. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> You that, got me beat. That ain't never happened to me. So, <laughs> I was so I'm so happy for him, honestly, that he you know he got an endorsement deal. But yeah. also, the person saw my show. I was yeah. like, I got an owner of a company to see my show, and he liked the you know liked it enough to offer this guy an endorsement deal. Like that means a lot to me. I think that's yeah. honestly one of my proudest achievements I've had since I started this show. I think that is a very good achievement, and I'm proud of you for doing. But Kudos to you, brother. Kudos to him. <laughs> That's so, amazing. Yeah. yeah. Once he told me that, I was just, I was just blown away. I was just, it, it was just that something that that uh, you want to help people. I mean, you get, you get in this because you want to, you know, obviously interview people, have fun. Yeah. But 
also like for me at least i think the same for you you want to help these musicians yeah absolutely get their name out and at least uh open them up to a new audience and getting them endorsement deal with a you know company i mean that's that's huge yeah and i got new guys coming on you know they haven't been around that long they're called one man the band i think they might be on spotify i can't remember well check them out anyway one man the band i think it's two or three guys and they're new they haven't had a lot of gigs because of covid if it wasn't for covid they probably would have had a lot of gigs they're my second interview coming up for season three and i'm looking forward to talking to them i mean they're in young mid-20s you know they're just starting out so that'll be a good interview it's, i think it's really cool in, uh, interviewing up-and-coming bands because some you know some of them don't really have too much information on them so people actually get to discover more about this band through an interview yeah absolutely and uh and i've had that happen to me too be like hey i didn't know you know this guy was going through this and this guy was going through that i didn't know how that's uh how monster mike got his nickname through the cookie mark monster because he likes cookies and he's diabetic and <laughs> It's just all this weird shit, you know, people find out through other musicians. And so, you know, if it wasn't for your show, I wouldn't have known how Monster Mike became Monster Mike, you know? Because I ask all these weird questions and, you know, how the hell did you get the nickname Monster? And it was the most entertaining story ever. And he's he is my best friend, you know, and I met him through doing chilling. And if it wasn't for my show, I would have never met him. And we text each other every day. And he's a, one of the greatest guys ever. Shout out to Monster Mike. <laughs> he's watched every episode I've ever done, and that's a, a, a lot of episodes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just the connections you make with people just through, like, doing an interview, just talking with them. And then, you, you know, become friends, become best friends, you know, text yeah. each other every day. I, you know, I've yeah. had some fans where I wasn't, like, you know, super familiar with them, but then – do an interview with them, start talking to them, and now, like, we're really good friends. <laughs> yeah. You know, you develop friendship because you're sitting out there with them for, like, we'll say an hour, and you get to know them. And then you talk afterward off camera, and you're, like, you know, you just shoot the shit even more, you know. So they do become friends, and I love that. Yeah, especially, you know, I think local music, up-and-coming music, I think it's, I think it's really underrepresented in a lot of different areas. I mean, local radio stations won't even like touch local music. And yeah. I think that's a shame. Like these, there's some really great local artists I know in my area, your area, that I don't think really get the representation that they truly deserve. I agree with you 100%. I mean, if you're just starting out and you know, you're kind of screwed, you know, like, what do you do? There's nowhere around here anymore to go play. It's not like when uh, that hair bag was there, you know, first <laughs> getting started, that costing guy. You know, he was playing everywhere. He went up and down the whole East Coast playing. You know, he went, he's been to Boston, you know, just for, I think, a gig. You know, sleep, slept in a truck overnight, you know, just to do what he had to do. He probably made no money. It's just the passion he had for music, and that's why he did it. You know? Yeah. There, there's really not much money, especially if you're like a local, local band. I mean, they're really just doing it, I mean, obviously for fun, to, you know, get better, get experience, but... Really, I mean, just like just like with the stuff we do, there's really not much money involved in. No. <laughs> you be broke asses like me and you and get no money. <laughs> yeah, that's why we can't afford leather seats. <laughs> that's right. Damn you, Z. <laughs> <laughs> 
but you know, speaking about us and like what we do, what's what's some of your advice for like you know someone looking to have have a show or a podcast or really anything? What's kind of your advice for that? Go into it, be outgoing, be friendly, be super appreciative of what you're doing. Uh, cherish the moments you get with the guys. Um, make it your own. Try to entertain. Nobody likes a boring interview. Nobody likes getting asked a hundred questions and then just that's a that was me in season one. <laughs> there so just go out, go out there and make it your own. Have fun with it. I I think that's some great advice and you know, yep. stuff I actually do too. About you, you have to make this fun. You have to be engaging. I I always try to make people laugh if if it's appropriate when it's appropriate. Yep. And, just, just yeah. have fun with it and, you know, just make it, make it your own. It is your show. That's what, like, I, I've been telling, like, other, you know, I've been in contact with other podcasters and stuff, like, up-and-coming podcasters, and they yeah. ask me, like, so, what, like, what do you do and stuff like that? And, you know, just, I tell them, just make the show your own. You, you, yeah. you, you be you. Yeah. And make it engaging. Have fun. I, I had one, you know, talk to me about, like, scheduling. Like, he's like, how do you do your show? Because he was doing, like, a bunch of interviews and getting burned out. And like you kind of, you gotta pace okay. yourself. You really do have to pace yourself, just because. Yep. Oh, I can interview this person, this person, this person. Yep, that was me last year. I got burned out, and I had to. I think I had ten more to go, and I was just messaging Jamal, I'm done. And I think I hurt a couple feelings doing that, and I feel like a piece of crap for it. So I'm making it up to him this year, and this year I'm only gonna do like one interview a week. So to avoid all of that, <laughs> you know, I'm just gonna do one interview a week. Yeah, no. I've been doing like one or two, and yep. if, if it's someone who I really want to interview that I haven't yet, then I'll be like, all right, I'll make time to do this. Yeah. But I've been trying to just pace myself just because I think, too, you can oversaturate your product, too. But like, yep. here, you know, three new interviews in a week, and then it's like, yeah, and like, well, who's going to watch it all? You, you just had an interview two days ago. Now you have an yep. interview now, and then you got another one coming up in another couple of days. I yep. think you really, that intensity, I think you can kind of wear out your audience, too. Yeah. I did, and you know, and I was real butthurt on season one. You know, I'm, I'm writing all these questions down. I'm trying to be professional. I'm trying to make this, you know, something that everybody enjoys. And I'm getting four likes, six likes. I was like, you got to be kidding me! I have 807 people, 808 people in my group. I'm getting five, six likes. Are you kidding me? You know, so it is what it is, and I don't sweat that anymore. I'm out there having fun. The guest is having fun. They share it. As long as it's getting out there, people know who I am. I'm happy. Yeah, I, I used to get upset too. It's like I post something and get like two likes, and yeah. I go, "What? No, this is worth more than two likes. <laughs> Three? Come on now." Yeah, I but, understand. Trust me. But yeah, you know, I just do it for fun. If it, you know, yeah. people like people have asked me like, "Oh, how do you choose people to be on your show?" And it's just like, "Oh, if I think it's going to be fun, then I I'm going to do it." I mean, I really I'm not like too super particular about it. But what what about you? How do you like choose the people to be on your show? I just go through anybody that I know is in the music business, like local musician wise, and I'll just message them. And a lot of them already know who I am, so that's a cool thing. So I don't have to go into the Hey, I'm chilling with a Rick. I'm the host of chilling with a Rick. <laughs> All that spew that I used to have to go through. And uh, they're like, you're inviting me to talk about myself? I'll do that. <laughs> you know, a musician talk about themselves? No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's pretty easy for them. You know, yeah. especially talk about themselves like Roy Costin. Yeah. But 
<laughs> Hairbag likes to talk about himself. <laughs> quite, quite a bit too, especially if you get rolling rolling on Kiss music, they'll oh, talk. I can't even. <laughs> like I said, though, he's, he's one of my best friends. He won't admit it. I love him, and that's where that stands. No, exactly, exactly. No, I, yeah. I, I always have fun, you know, interviewing yeah. people, especially, um, especially getting like new information out of people too. Like, and like, I've had a couple of super cool radio exclusives that like, people are like, I want to say this on your show, and yep. I go, yes, yes, yep. please. What's what set this up? I've had that happen to me a lot. It's like I'm gonna break the news on your show, or I'm gonna debut a song on uh, your page, and uh, yeah. So, by the way, for Matt's listeners, I'm chilling with the Rick on Facebook. Type it in the little search bar. No G on the end, as you can see, it's over here. <laughs> chilling with the Rick. Give me a like. Give me a follow. It'll be yeah. worth it. Yeah, please, please do like, follow. He's got a really cool group. Uh, yep. sometimes, uh, sometimes he uh, uh, mentions me, and then I yep. have to go. Yes, I'm. I am he. <laughs> I am here. I am me. Exactly, Rick. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. A lot of fun talking with you. Very fun interview. I know we yep. a lot of a lot of fun things, especially talking about a little bit of the inside of yep. like what we do for our yep. show and production and all that stuff. Yep. And I'm sure everybody on your show and my show appreciates it. <laughs> I, hope I, know so. on, I know on my end they do. And that's that's what I'm here for. You know, I'm waving the white flag at the local music scene like, hey, pay attention to these guys. Get them a gig. You know. Yeah. We need more people like, you know, like, like what you do, what I do. Yep. More people putting a spotlight on the local music in yes. our are each respected area because there is so much cool music going on right now. Yep. And once again, I can't agree with you more. And I just wish, you know, there was more of a platform for them to play and there's really not, you know? Yeah. Unfortunately, but Hey, you know, maybe one day if, if any of the bands I've interviewed eventually make it big, I'd be like, yes, I'm going to take credit for that. But <laughs> Mine have already made it. You know, a lot of the guys are top-notch that I've earned and I'm going to interview or have interviewed. So they've already made it without my help. <laughs> Just cool of them to show up and hang out with me or chill with me. <laughs> yes. But what can we expect? I know you said you'll be starting up season three in May. Can you kind of give a little bit of uh, hints and what kind of what's going to be happening? I have the who's who of New York's local music scene coming to chill with me. And the who's who, I mean, Justin Smithson from Showtime, uh, Z, who does what me and you do. Um, hopefully this guy named Just Joe, who gets thousands and thousands of like a day. I had never heard of him until the other day. And I messaged him and I had to do the spew, you know. I'm chilling nope. in the room. <laughs> He's like, I'm definitely interested. And that's where it stands. He's too busy to answer back. And I just have uh, Roy Costin and Monster Mike together. They used to have the band Four Large Men. I'm sure you've heard Roy mention that. I have. Well, that's two of the members. You know, uh, Monster Mike came in, I think, part three of the Four Large Men. There were, I think, three parts to that of different guys. And um, I'm having Wayne Johnson on, who was also in Four Large Men, but he's doing his own separate interview. He's an actor, musician. Uh, butt wiggler. <laughs> I said that in his original interview and he laughed. So I'm saying that. 
Um, Daryl White from Three Inch Fury, who I've already talked about, he's going to be the finale. There's just so many, you know, I can't even think of them. I got them lined around the block. I really do this thing, so it's going to be fun. It sounds like you got a lot of cool things going on. Yes. Especially, I, I like when like people, especially if people like I'm already interested in interviewing, like they hit me up first to do it. Like interview. I did. Like I did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yes, let's do it. Let's set up yeah. a date. Let's do it. And you got a lot of cool things in the works. You know, I'm I'm got some cool things in the works that I'm keeping on wraps right now. But yep. I, I won't think, ask. <laughs> I think 2021 is gonna be. I, I, I'm just trying to have fun and just try yep. to do different things. I think that's what you do with your show. Yep. I try to keep it fresh. I try to keep everyone laughing. And I dare say this is gonna be my breakout year. That's how big it's gonna be. So I'm I'm hoping. I hope so too. You put a lot of effort. You put a lot of hard work into your show. So I I hope this is your breakout year. You got a, yep. you got big stuff in the works. Yes. And I'm looking forward to see what you got in store. Yeah. I want you to watch every episode, Matt. <laughs> I'll watch your show if you watch mine. <laughs> you got my word. <laughs> All right. That that's cool. That's chilling. That's right. This is, why, this is why this episode is super cool yes. chilling with the Rick. <laughs> I appreciate this, brother. Thank you very much. I had a blast. As did I. Very fun to talk with you. A lot of laughs going on there. A lot of insightful words. I think it was a lot of fun. Yes. My people, check out him over here. <laughs> super cool radio. Matthew Thomas. Check him out. That, that's right. And for anyone listening, please check out Show with the Rick. As I said, he is on Facebook, giving you great content for free, might I add. Yes, for free. Check, check him out. Give him a like. <laughs> and just see all the cool stuff he does and, and that he has and he does. You can see him outside in 100 degree weather, uh, weather sweating like crazy. Yeah. You can't keep a fat guy in 100 degree weather, but I'm out there doing it anyway. <laughs> and, that, and that's the, the price you pay for making great content yes and it's going to be epic i promise it's going to be fun well i'm looking forward to you know it's only february right now but i'm looking i'm looking forward to may when you have your season three i want to see what you have and what i can steal i'm gonna flip the f out on the first uh episode of season three <laughs> just to let you know <laughs> well, I'm, I, I want to see that. I mean, I mean <laughs> it's going to be great. Uh, for Rick Smith of Chilling with the Rick, I am Matthew Thomas with Super Cool Radio. Thank you for watching. <laughs>